the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem. He's related to me sometimes. When he's behaving himself, he's related to me. And when he's not, he's the son of my wife. No, it's actually, it's depending on who I meet as if you're my uncle or my dad. I'm your uncle or your aunt? No, uh, well, that... That's something new, but no, I said uncle or my dad. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. All righty, anyway, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair. It's at I-17 in Deer Valley, full-service, family-owned operation. Tom, I've known him from the late 70s to the early 80s. He's the owner of the repair shop, and he is a great guy. He's honest, he's dependable, and if I've had one complaint in 20 years on him, he actually handled it before I could even get involved. The customer had written me a note. It took me a couple hours to get to a phone, and I called him back, and he says, it's already handled. Call the customer. It's already handled. So he's a good guy. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and they get the job done right. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley and you don't have an auto repair shop, may I suggest that you try Action Auto Repair. He's Like I said, he's a good guy. All righty. I'm going to talk about something that happened this week because there's... There's probably a perception out there that we're perfect. Yeah. Maybe not you, but all of us. No, that perception is reality. Oh, that is? Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> all right. The, uh, it's, and so we're going to wash some dirty laundry here. We had a situation last week here at the shop that confounded all of us. We just really struggled with the whole situation. It started out like this. One of our new techs was seen by the shop foreman on pushing down on a hood after it had already been closed. Yeah, like almost like performing CPR on it, kind of kind okay. of using both hands in front of you and kind of pushing down on it, yes. All right, so many of the hoods are held up by the rod. Prop rod, yep. The prop rod. And what happens to technicians is, is they'll forget the prop rod is there because 99% of the other cars have shock absorbers on the hood. So all you do is you reach up, grab a hold of the hood, and you bring it down and shut it. Well, if it's got the prop rod, then what happens is is you bring it down and you bend the hood. Right. And you put kind of an elbow in the, let's say the prop rod's on the left side, the passenger side, so you create this this bend in the hood. Yep. So the technician's going to slam the hood, and then he's going to do like CPR on the hood to try to bend it straight. Right. That's what we had. So we called the customer, and we asked the customer, did you have damage to your hood before? And the customer said no. Right. First he said, honestly, I don't know, but I need to look at the the damage, but there's damage other places. 
Now, the whole passenger side of the of the Sienna is scratched up. Somebody's kind of driven by Braille on the right side. Yeah, the the left front of the bumper and yeah. And the, and the grill. Yeah, and the grill. And so there's damage to the grill. There's da- uh, the left front bumpers come apart from its mounts. We mm-hmm. just screwed that back in for him. But the right side of the car's got some damage, some body damage on it. So he he came and looked at it and he goes, "No, I'm pretty sure that that's fresh damage. That I hadn't seen that before." Um, actually, it's it's not in front of the driver. It's over in front of the passenger. But I'm I'm pretty sure it's not. So we start talking to everybody, and for the first time ever in the history of our shop, we actually looked at the interior cameras at a technician's behavior. We've never done that before. It's never been needed before. So clearly, you can see um, he's you know pushing down on the hood. So we ask him about it. Did you bend that hood? And and he said no. So we do an investigation, and we talk to the customer, and here's what we find out. This was kind of interesting. The customer's been a customer of ours for 15 years, something like that. We've done virtually all the work on all his cars. So the question to the staff was, had this hood been bent before? Which means that it would bend again and again and again because we've kind of taken... Easier every time. Every time. Yep. So we didn't know if this was the first time it had met, second, third, or fourth. Right. So, but when we looked at his history, we knew <laughs> that no matter what, <laughs> if it was the fourth one, the third one, the second one, or the first one, it was still ours. Right. No question about it. Right. And, uh, and so we have two different issues here. We got the employee and we got the customer. Well... In in our, in our world, if there's a tie, it goes to the customer? Right. Absolutely. Okay. So this wasn't even a tie because this customer had been in, and we saw the oil changes every three, four, five thousand 5,000 miles. We just knew that even if we didn't bend it then, we bent it before. So we told the customer, we're going to take care of the hood. And the customer said, well, can you do something about the bumper? And we said, yeah, we'll fix that for you. But it's not going to be... I mean, we're not. Gonna, it's some of the parts are broken, but we're going to fix it, and it's going to hold together. But some of the little plastic clips and stuff like that, the little eyelets were broken. So we put some washers on it, and and we made it look nice, but we, it wasn't no fixing it without replacing it. Right. So the grill wasn't no big deal. We know we didn't cause the grill to be damaged because somebody hit something with the grill. Yeah, that was evident in also the hood and the uh, and the bumper as well, the spidering of the bumper. Yeah. Okay, so those were old stuff. Yes. So we got two things. We're going to take care of the hood. So we ordered a brand new hood. We had it painted. We stuck it on the van. We're done. Right. He's happy. Mm-hmm. We got to deal with the employee. Yeah. So what happened? We just talked to him, and I and and I said to him, I said, "Did you? It's. You know, I kind of had my doubts going in from uh, on many different things. I was really kind of confused about the whole thing. I had a lot of mixed feelings because for someone to do that to a prop rod, you've really got to." hammer that hood down i mean it, it's it's not easy to do that the second you go to put excessive pressure on that hood you know something's holding it up so i had that to think about but but the other thing that i was thinking about was i walked out there and i was looking at it myself and i spent a, a good amount of time out there looking at it and uh i put my hand just up on that hood with the weight of strictly my hand, one, one pound maybe, and it began to bend again. This is with the hood propped up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very, very, very easy, which indicated to me it, it had obviously been bent before, but it had obviously, it, it may have been bent numerous times before. So um, that being said, I we talked to the we talked to the employee, and he said, look it, he said, 
I put that hood down, and it was bowed here. I tried to straighten it out. He says, I, I, I for sure didn't try to slam the hood on it. Or I, I didn't slam the hood on it, but I attempted to fix that portion of the hood by pressing it down. And uh, I believed him. I believed him. I, I Again, I, I didn't know if it was the uh, – I, I didn't feel like it was the first time that this had happened to Be- this hood. Okay, and let me explain that. The top part of the hood is smooth. But right. the underside of the hood has what we call superstructure. Yeah, structure under it. Okay, so it, it the entire outside edge of the hood is has channel on it right. to give it strength. So when you bend a particular part of the hood, you you have to bend that superstructure. The first time you bend it, it's hard, and then each subsequent time it gets easier. And then finally the superstructure breaks, and now the hood's flimsy as heck. Right, and that's what it was like. Flimsy. Yeah, real flimsy. Okay. Now, it was later that Andy, your sister your your sister and my daughter, um, she figured out that the guy had been in a lot of times. This wasn't his first rodeo. This wasn't his first visit. He wasn't trying to hang us out to dry on the damage to the grill, the damage to the bumper, and the damage to the hood. That's right. We're always concerned with that on a new customer, and all of a sudden the vehicle ends up all kinds of damage. Right. Okay, that's part of the reason why we put the cameras throughout the shop is, is to gather that data. So right. it came in this way or left this way. But what I part, the part I liked about it, and now this guy had not even been through his six-month probation. That's right. I liked about it is the day before or a week before, he lifted up a Dodge truck, and it had air suspension on it. Airbags, yep. And he didn't know that. So when he raised the truck off the rear axle, it blew up or ripped one of the airbags. Right. And the minute he did that, what happened? He came in and told us. He just said, I, I screwed up. I raised this thing up in the air. I didn't know it had airbags on it, and one of the airbags came apart. Right, and just to be clear, it wasn't a factory airbag, because some of those trucks come with factory airbags, which is okay. But this was an aftermarket. It was a towing airbag, and basically the rear axle was being held up by the rubber airbag, which caused it to rip. So when you lift it up, the rear axle dangles, mm-hmm. and there's not enough room there. Now, there's a lot of airbags that don't do that. It depends right. on the quality. It depends on the price. Right. <laughs> These were kind of inexpensive. So, But the customer was a great guy, right. too. Yep. And he was an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. And so we said to him, we're going to take care of this. Because mm-hmm. obviously it happened on our watch. It wasn't really our fault, but it happened on our watch. Right. So Andy gets an airbag. Gets, I think she got it warrantied. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, I think she got it warrantied. Um, so they, we installed it, and he's happy. And we explained to him, you have to tell everybody if they're going to lift it up by the frame because you got airbags in the back. Right. So you really need to be on well, a drive-on hoist. You can't, yeah, you can't lift it up by the frame. Okay. Yeah, you have to have it on a drive-on hoist. So you're going to drive it on a, a ramp type of hoist. Mm-hmm. So you can't dangle the rear axle. So uh, we had an example of him telling the truth right off the bat. Right. This is what happened. So you get together with Andy, and then the shop foreman gets involved, and you guys come up with no harm, no foul. Right. We're going to pay for the hood. We're right. going to fix the customer's bumper the best we can. Um, we're going to give him, put him in a rental car for the whole time that we've got his truck right. or his, his van. And uh, as far as the, the technician is concerned, I think you extended his probation for six months. That's correct. So he it, comes in, it was six months. Now he's on a year. But we've explained to him that we're going to keep you. Two minutes. Right. And we explained to him that we value you. He is a good tech. We also explained to him that and, and this is just part of shop protocol, but he uh, that any damage prior to him working on a vehicle, when he pulls a vehicle around or even goes out to the parking lot, that he needs to document all the damage on the vehicle uh, just to kind of keep us safe. If there had been a note on this that the hood appeared to have been buckled previously, 
none of this would have been an issue. All right. Do you remember the time uh, 10 years ago, a guy came in, a really nice guy, a customer of ours, and he said, you know, this damage to my Honda hood was never there before. So we looked it over, and we couldn't find any damage to the vehicles on the shop floor, any damage to our property. We, we, we watched it throughout the security cameras, but we never saw the front end of it. So we said, you know what, um, we can't say that we did or we didn't, and I think I wrote him an $800 check, something like that. So fast forward a year ago, a year later, he comes to, to the, the shop. He still does business with us, and he says, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, sure. And he's, we went up to my office, and I'm thinking, well, we damaged his car again. And he says, here's, your, here's your money back. And I said, well, why are you giving my money back? And he goes, well, my daughter the other night at dinner admitted she hit the tongue of the horse trailer. <laughs> and he says, you had already paid for it. So he said, I'm giving you your money back because it wasn't you. And he goes, why did you give me my money back? And I says, well, I look at your customer number. We're at 38000 and you're like 11000 You've been around a long time. Right. We've never had a problem with you. You've never bounced a check. You've never yelled at us. We do your daughters, your sons, your wife, your mother-in-law. You, we do a lot of cars for you. And I just I couldn't prove that we didn't do it. Right. And in, in, in spite of that, I couldn't. I couldn't say that another customer damaged your car while it's on our lot because it looked like somebody with a trailer hitch had backed into the front end of this thing. Right. And in fact, what it turned out to be was exactly that. Right. They had hit the the the, uh, the hitch of a boat trailer or a horse trailer. I don't know which one it was. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. It's a car show. So if uh, you want to talk about car problems or a problem with your car, or if you want to talk about symptoms, that's the best way to do it. Give us the year, make, and model and the mileage of your car. And, dis- and we're going to discuss the symptoms with you. So you give us the symptoms, and we ask you questions, and we do our best to get as close as we can. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, Don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. How would you like to make an extra $1,200 to $7,800 monthly, safely investing in real estate tax lien certificates? Hi, I'm Tony Martinez, co-founder of USTLA, and over the last 20 years, I've been investing in tax lien certificates, making 16% to 25% secured fixed returns while acquiring highly discounted properties mortgage-free. Now, I want to show you how to with my 50-page revealing report called Proof Why Tax Lien Certificates Are the Superior Vehicle for Your Financial Success. In my report, you'll learn where to find tax lien certificates, how to safely 
earn 16 to 25% secured fixed returns and how to acquire valuable real estate at huge discounts, mortgage-free. Now, for a limited time, I'll give anyone that calls a free copy of my powerful new report. Call 800-219-9172 now to get Tony's free report. 800-219-9172 in the next 30 minutes, and Tony will give you two free tickets to his live training coming to the Phoenix area, a $300 value. Call 800-219-9172, 800-219-9172 now. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of paralyzed veterans of America. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today to hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Let's see. It's 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And Alan Salem is sitting next to me, and we're here taking your calls about car and car repair. We've got a couple of callers, so we're going to go to them right after this 15-second. The only shop in Mesa that is on our best car repair shops list is Thompson's Auto Repair. Since 1970, Thompson's has been around Mesa. I think they're on their second generation of owners, and Brian and Thelma are the kinds of people that you hope would move in next door to you. You only have to meet them and shake their hand to understand why I say that. But Thompson's Auto Repair has ASE certified technicians. He does light truck and maintenance services to anybody in Mesa, or anybody for that matter. They'll also let you know when your vehicle is typically due for service, so it's kind of easy and convenient to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape because they guide you. They tell you what to do and what not to do. That's kind of important. So Thompson's Auto Repair is on Main Street, just east of Stapley, south side of the road. Main, Stapley, just east on the south side of the road. Good morning, John. How can we help you this morning? Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, hey, I've got a, um, uh, a Dodge Journey. Uh, it's a 2015, and uh, the factory calls for um, a 520 conventional oil. Is there any reason that I can't use um, a full synthetic that is uh, 040 weight? Oh, yeah, there's a reason. Yeah, your computer doesn't want to see that drag on your motor. Your computer doesn't want to see anything close to 40 weight. And it will negatively impact your fuel economy. Because instead of having water in your engine, and I use that as a descriptive word, you're going to put peanut butter in your engine. But 
why don't you put a 020 synthetic in there? Well, I could, uh, except I wanted to use the same oil that I use on my truck, so it'd be easier for me. Okay. Yeah, they're they're just two different animals. So, it, you know, I, I'm not... You wouldn't give a 10-year-old child the same cough medicine as you give this kid sitting next to me that's, you know... Uh, that I think you trim the scale at 220 or something like that. <laughs> in <laughs> so, fifth grade. In fifth grade, yeah. So, so no, I think that's a, a bad idea. Now, l- let me explain. Conventional oil has a 3,000-mile oil change interval. Semi-synthetic is 3 to 7, and then 7 to 12,000 is a synthetic. So if you went with a zim- synthetic, how many miles a year do you drive on the journey? Um, well... I bought it used, and I've only had it for a year, so I'm guessing 20,000 or less. Okay, so if you put a 12,000-mile oil in there or a 10,000-mile synthetic in there and you do 20 a year, you'd only need two oil changes. There's some savings right there. Okay. All right, but a 20,000 and a 3,000 of conventional oil, you're going to need six oil changes to do 20,000 miles. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff, but is your truck a diesel? No. Uh, no, it's... um. Uh, it's a Ranger. Okay. Ranger? Yeah. You, you said Dodge Journey, right? No, that's the van, but he puts zero forty in his truck. Oh, oh I, I, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, a couple things. Are, are you sure they call for a conventional? I've not heard of a, of a 2015, ve- any vehicles calling for a conventional. Well, the dealer uh, with whom I had a service contract was putting one of the conventional oil in it, and I paid an additional amount. Uh, to have the synthetic put in. What does the cap say, uh, uh, the oil cap? Uh, the oil cap doesn't say either conventional or, or it synthetic. It just All I know is the dealer wanted to use um, the, the conventional. Okay. Yeah. The, the other thing, too, that we've run into on some Dodges, now I'm not sure, do you, does your vehicle have displacement on demand, which is where it cuts out cylinders at, at higher speeds? No, it's a four-cylinder. Four-cylinder. Okay, I know that some of the some of the Dodges we've been working on with these with these Hemi's, and uh, if you change oils, it affects the the solenoids that run that system. And so if you so it, you know oil is very pertinent to that specific system, the 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 weight that's described. So um, that that would be another reason I would I would. I would you know, make sure not to not to switch it too much. We 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 never had this problem before, John, because it didn't make any difference. It, you know, we started at 30 weight and we went to 80 weight, and 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 realistically, an engine oil was from 30 to 50 weight, and we had everything in between. So back in the 60s and the 70s and to somewhat the 80s, but it changed altogether in the 1990s, and certainly it's changed in the last seven years. So we've got cars out there with zero twenty in them, and people were afraid to, of that. But in reality, that is absolutely the best oil for these newer model cars, including yours. It's going to last longer. It's going to have less, a lot less sludge. You're going to have better oil pressure. You're going to have better oil volume. You're going to have a smaller amount of wear. If I said that before, I'm sorry. And if you use a zero twenty, and I agree with Alan, I don't know that I've seen a conventional zero twenty. I don't no, think I've I'm ever sorry. seen it. It, 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 it was a five twenty. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. I, I don't know that I've seen a 520 convention. I've seen a 530, but I don't know that I've seen a 520. Yeah. That's we. The only thing we pour in the zero weights is the zero twenty and the zero thirty in a synthetic. Yeah. Um, that's all we pour because we can't see putting a high dollar engine oil in your car and changing it every three thousand miles when we know that we're secure and letting you go. You know, eight or ten thousand at the very minimum. 
So I would keep the 040 and your and your journey separately. I know it's a hassle, but if you buy them in gallon containers, you've only got two. And besides that, go into the garage and move some of your wife's crap off that shelf so you've got a <laughs> little bit of room for the oil. Oh, that's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, thanks. All righty. Thank you very much, John. Jim, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, I've got... Oh, I'm I've got two questions. Um, uh, if you've got time for both, one about a 2007 Mustang and one about a 2007 Lexus IS 250. Uh, I'll take one, be quick, and then we're going to take a break, and then I'll take the other. Oh, okay. All right, well, here's the Mustang question. Okay. Uh, I've got a 2007 Mustang GT. It's got 83,000 miles on it. Check engine light comes on and flashes. The uh, air conditioning doesn't shut off, but it kind of blows moist, warm air. Okay. And the engine runs like crap. I mean, it's probably running. It feels like it's running on six cylinders, but, I mean, okay, it runs terrible. Quick. Okay, real Last quick. Last 30 stop, seconds, and then go to stop, stop for a minute. If you turn off the air, does all of that go away? Uh, well, it doesn't last long enough. I haven't actually had the opportunity to try that. Okay. Um, that's going to make a difference because if, if you need to determine the question that the answer to that question because it's going to save you some diagnostic money. So if you walk okay. in there and say, "Hey, this thing when it runs like crap, the air conditioning um, is is activated," and as soon as I turn off the air, and I know it runs like crap every 17 and a half minutes, and so if I turn off the air and it's kind of tough in Phoenix, I can go 30 minutes with no problem with no drivability concern. So 83,000 83, miles is not enough for the air conditioning to just fail, but if the air conditioning is going on and off, on and off, because it's low on refrigerant, or there's a problem with the cooling fan, the head pressure's too high, or the low pressure's kicking it off, then the idle in the car is going to go crazy, too, because when the air conditioning's working, we want a higher idle. When the air conditioning's not, we want a lower One idle. Minute. So if it's cycling on, off, on, off, which is your smell, and your lukewarm, and your high humidity air coming out of it, that's when the air conditioning's off, then they go hand in hand. So if it's just an idle surging issue where we go up and down, up and down with the idle, and coincidentally we get all that air conditioning issue, then those are tied together. And so probably with that kind of a of in-your-face kind of comment, they're going to focus on the air conditioning in your car and work there. Now, hang on right there because we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to take your second question, Jim. So anybody else? The lines are open except for Jim's, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Jim on a second question. And if you'd like to join us, you can. Um, We'll tell you the truth, but I also want to read you a success story that we had just not too long ago, um, which uh, drives home the point why you should always get a second estimate. It's important to always get a second estimate, and I'll tell you why. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If there was one issue we thought all Republicans could agree on, it was repealing Obamacare, right? Every one of them campaigned on it, but it's still not done. Unbelievable. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot, and that kind of inter-party battling frustrates me so much. As Patriot listeners, we've united in the past for some great causes, and I want to ask for your help again. We've partnered with Save the Children, and our goal is to save 960 children from severe acute malnutrition. It's not about supplying boxes of rice or other inexpensive food. Their bodies can't process regular food. They need emergency therapeutic food. Save the Children provides it, and we are going to save 960 lives. Can you unite with 960 The Patriot and make a difference? A $60 donation provides a medicine for two children. 150 saves five children, and a dollar-for-dollar match doubles gifts, but only till Wednesday. Unite with me and call 888-884-4836, or go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Patriot Saves 960 banner. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons, but the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Zeros and ones. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem, and we're here at your service. Uh, let me tell you about a really great shop. IMM Auto Services in Tempe. They're in the northeast corner of Tempe. IMM can virtually fix any car in your garage, and here's why the rest of us can't. IMM are experts in Volvo, Saabs, Fiat, and Alfa Romeos, and very few of the rest of us, no matter if we still do Hondas and Toyotas and Mitsubishis and Nissans, we don't necessarily work on those Volvo, Saabs, Alfa Romeo, and Fiats because they need special equipment and because you have to access parts and sometimes you better have an idea on where to go to get parts. But IMM also works on the Honda, the Toyota, the Chevrolet, the Chrysler, and the Ford. So they've been around since 1972. They offer a great warranty. They have ASE Master Techs working on your car and the ASE 
ASC master techs can work on the domestic as well as the imports. But again, Swedish, Italian, or Asian vehicles, all of those are covered right there at IMM Auto Service. Jim left, but he had a situation. Oh, okay. He, Jim left because he had a situation where he had a check engine light. He had two problems, check engine light blinking, and then he also had the air conditioning was cycling on and off because of the moisture and because of the smell. The check engine light, I didn't cover that, but the check engine light indicates there's a severe misfire. So they're seeing lots of raw fuel come through the tailpipe, and they know there's a severe misfire. It's very likely he has two separate problems. It's not likely that the, that the ECM is going to shut down the air conditioning on a severe misfire. That just doesn't make sense. But and and I don't know what what the car, other car was, so I don't know how old the technology is on it. So it is possible that if they have a severe misfire, they will shut the air off. Right. It was O seven Mustang. Well, that, no, but remember he had two cars. And then he had an O seven Lexus. Was it okay? Uh-huh. Okay. So if it was an O seven Lexus, then that's ten years old. So I doubt very seriously if it had the technology back then. To, to know to shut the air off. But you fix the misfire first, and then you see if the air situation is, is there. Right. All righty. So we're going to go to Len. Len, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey. Hey, Mark. Yes? Um, I've got a question for you on a 2006 Honda Civic Hybrid. Okay. It says the electric power steering unit is going bad. Um, are there any aftermarkets on those, and can shops fix them less expensive than dealers? Well, the answer is, is I don't know for sure. What's the name of that place um, that does all the aftermarket copies? Dorman. Uh, Dorman. That's what I was just thinking. D-O-E-R-H-M-A-N. I uh, think that's it. No, I think that's how we spell our friends. It's, uh, I think it's D-O-H. Okay. D-O-R-M-A-N. I don't think there's an H in it. I think it's... You're right. D-O-R-M-A-N. Yeah. Um, go to their website... And they just start making batteries for hybrids. Yeah, they got all kinds they of stuff. They make stuff that that the manufacturers, for instance, we might have a, a, a bad window regulator in a Honda, and it breaks constantly. And, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's a POS from the very beginning. They take and redesign a window regulator for that Honda, and they fix the problem that it had. So we see that all the time. So the question on whether they have an electronic column, because you've got an electric motor that has two sensors that tells it when to turn left and when to turn right. So I bet your estimate was probably no less than 1400 and maybe no higher than 2000 About 24 plus a wheel alignment from the okay. dealers. All right. It's about 20, 25. And 20 Did you get them to break that down? Yes, yes, I, I did. did. I, don't I don't have it with me right okay, now. Okay, fair enough. I think, fair enough. Uh, well, the unit, the unit was 23-something 20, installed. Okay, plus the alignment, plus sales tax license. and. Well, that right, included yeah. the sales tax. Okay. Two minutes. That included the sales tax. So right. I was just wondering if there was any shops out here that you knew of in the North Valley, you know, North Phoenix, North Scottsdale, that would be worth giving a call to and seeing if they could, could do anything with it. You're far better to drive by. Um, and, and not on Monday morning or Friday nights for obvious reasons, but Air Park Auto is up on Raintree and Hayden. Okay. And it certainly is appropriate to pull in and go up front and say to them, I've been told that my electronic steering is bad. I have the car outside. Um, mm-hmm. I have my registration here that has the VIN number on it in case you need that. First of all, is that something you can do? And can I leave my name and phone number? And at your convenience, could you call me with an estimate? We're going to work off of, of mine and theirs diagnosis. 
-hmm. and and then I want to know if you can access any other parts other than the manufacturer parts. Yeah, I I understand that. What about ten years ago they started putting the electronic the electric steering. One minute. The, the electric steering on on all these vehicles now are they on? Is that pretty much standard now? I've been away yeah. from it for so long. Yeah, it's getting very popular. It, oh. it, it is, but you, we're also finding out now, just like you're finding out, that while it gets popular and it's it's somewhat, it's probably a little easier to drive because your power steering today is is completely dependent on how fast the pump is turning so at idle it's different than at 50 miles an hour where electronic steering that you don't have that variable to deal with so yes we're seeing them more yes we're seeing that them they're going to give or take two thousand dollars to replace them how many miles are on your civic about 130 okay and we are i'm going to say that we are not seeing these earlier than 100k so okay. it, and now, if it, you had a gas model and, and the pump came apart and contaminated the rack, then we've got the pump, the two lines, the reservoir, and the rack, and a flush, and an alignment, and you're still doggone close to $2,000. That's on a conventional power steering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's assuming the pump blows up and contaminates everything, mm-hmm. which is what we see sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just trying to draw the difference between the two numbers. I, I know you've said in the past that in many cases that uh, a lot of the aftermarket parts are actually better than the OEMs from the manufacturers because they've figured out the bugs on them after four or five or six or seven years. That, that's true, but there is no such thing as an aftermarket part. It's made by Moog or Felpro. It's mm-hmm. made by them and boxed there. Um, and not too long ago, ironically enough, Ford's coming out with their own parts, and it's a secondary box, so they have Motocraft Ford. That's mm-hmm. the best. And then we've got this other name, and I forget what it is, but there's another name for their other parts. Now, there's no such thing as a factory that makes Ford ball joints uh, right. or, or Ford engines, for right. that matter. The fact of the matter is is they buy all that stuff from someone else. In in this case, you can get on the Internet, go to Dorman, D-O-R-M-A-N, mm-hmm. and punch in and see if they've got an electronic steering I don't column. see one. I'm looking right now. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't see one on there. It's, pr- probably, it's probably proprietary then to the manufacturer, the Honda. It, it could very well be, but you can still get on the Internet and see if you can find a rebuilt one. Okay. And yeah, so I just, like, like, and like I say, it's a hybrid too, you know. And I, I would, it's not my car, and it's just like I would never get one of those. But that's just me. Okay. Well, it's not it's not that difficult to replace that. You've got to reset it, so you got to tell it where all the way left and all the way right is, and you got to talk to the computer while you do that, and then you got to align it. It, but the labor's kind of intensive, but it's not it's not you know the same as pulling the engine. Anyway, thanks, Len. Thank you very much, and we're going to put you down for electronic steering. And we're going to take a break. The phone lines are open, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan. Alan owns our, our uh, Salem Performance Division, where he uh, deals with hot rod trucks, hot rod cars, lifts and lowers them, tires and wheels, exhaust and programming. Did I cover everything? Mm-hmm. All diesels. Right. And diesels. We do lots of diesel work. So if you have any of those kinds of questions, Alan is your guy. We'll be right back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, 
or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to the Seth and Chris show from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. Let's see what time it is. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Alan Salem is here with me, and we're talking about cars and car repair. The lines are open, 602-508-0960. But I want to tell you why it's important to get a second opinion. Okay, this is an email that I've got. And um, yeah, are you ready yet? This chair, is, we need goodness. to get this chair replaced. That oh. chair has a weight limit of like 300, okay? So there's a problem. <laughs> we should be okay, slightly. <laughs> All righty. This question is for my elderly female neighbor. 100,000-mile car starts and immediately dies. Add a little throttle, it'll catch and rev. Back off the throttle, sometimes it dies. It has a very low idle, and sometimes it has no throttle response whatsoever. She took it to a tire shop, keyword there tire mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm. And they diagnosed the throttle body was bad and they wanted 1400 to fix it. I was looking for a second opinion. This is the repair, okay? The repair says that we went inside and we found all kinds of codes that indicate that the throttle body is acting up. Okay? There was a low volume, there's a high volume, the throttle circuit motor, the actuator stuck and a, and the actuator's closed. So it's got all kinds of throttle body problems. Clearly that's the problem. This is what it says. We removed the throttle body from the intake, and we removed the cover of the throttle body and found it was rusted and gummed up and had water inside of it. We cleaned and lubricated all the gears, reassembled the motor, and we resealed the cover with silicone to keep the water out. The throttle blades are now responding properly. We cleared the coves. We drove it for 12 miles with no issues whatsoever. Now, the tire shop was 1400 The repair on this was $362.56. Now, yep. we've learned from this because we've done a couple of these ourselves. And we really like the people with a $1,400 estimate, and they really like us when they come in and it's a $362 final. 
Right. It was just a matter of a gray-haired guy that said, I want to figure out what's wrong with this throttle body. And he finds out that it's got a bunch of water in it, and this cover isn't really sealed with anything. So he takes it apart and he goes, I can fix this. So he he just, you know that rust stuff that you you paint on and it takes the rust off of stuff? Yeah. He used that, then with some water, then he sprayed it with WD-40 to drive the water out. Then he dried it out with shop air. He put a little alcohol in there, which absorbs its weight in water. Then he uh, siliconed the cover, put it back on, and he siliconed the cover to keep the water out. Right. So at the end of the day, it's it's a big deal. So that's the reason why we talk about it's really important to uh, get a second opinion. Now, but, the 1400 would have fixed the problem. Yeah. However, just for $1,100 more. Yeah. Right. And, and and there was nothing wrong with the throttle bike. Why didn't somebody there take the cover off of it? There's only a couple screws. Right. Like and look inside there and say, geez, look, this is the problem. You take a picture and you, you text it to the customer and say, this is your problem. Right. More than likely, they'd have bought it at that point. Right. The question really is, is well, they... They didn't do that, so they just threw it. Now, let me tell you something. I bid this myself, okay? You know what my bid was? What? $1,357, parts, labor, sales tax, shop supplies, and environmental charges included. And theirs was 1400 So there's no difference there. We're, right. we're $40 cheaper than they are, and I'm not proud of that, and I'm not sad about that. Right. But the bottom line is, is we're right in line. So I got to give the tire shop an attaboy because their pricing, at least is verified through our shop, and, and and their diagnosis was correct. Yes. However, that was the only option they offered the customer. Right. Okay. And and that has a lot to do with experience. Sure. And where the gray-haired guy lives. It has, it has a lot to do with people uh, people who aren't scared of doing that kind of, kind of stuff either. Well, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. The, gray, the, the gray-haired guys are just, well, we've been there, done that. We took generators apart when everybody else was throwing them away, and we were putting brushes in them. Um, we took alternators apart and fixed them with regulators and with diode trios and, and all that kind of stuff. When everybody else was just, it's called R&R, remove and replace, remove and replace. So it's just, let's stick a rebuild unit on there. Well, a lot of us are capable of fixing it. I mean, with a flashlight, you can look at the rear brushes 90% of the time. And if one of them's not touching the armature, then why don't we just put a set of $12 brushes in it? And it's going to be an hour and a half's worth of labor. And that's all that package there is a whole lot cheaper than an alternator and the labor and plus the diagnosis. Right. So those are the kinds of issues that 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 we have. Um, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. BMW got in trouble the other day with the Federal Trade Commission. Did you know that, Alan? No, I didn't know that. The Federal Trade Commission charges that it BMW illegally made warranties conditional on customers having all oil changes performed by authorized service dealers. <laughs> How many times have we heard that? Yeah, a lot. How many times have we heard that? They said that uh, BMW violated the tie-in provision of the Magnuson-Moss Act. Now, folks, you've heard me tell you about the Magnuson-Moss Act 100,000 times. And the Magnuson-Moss Act says that if you buy our vacuum cleaner and we insist that you use our vacuum bag, we have to provide you the bag for free. If Remember when Toyota said that you can only use Toyota filters? Right. Magnuson-Moss Act. They said, oh, well, if you, they have to use a Toyota f- filter with the Toyota name on it, then you have to provide it for free. That crap stopped real quick. Right. All of a sudden, oh, Fram and everybody else is fine. So that's what we see in here we, with Dexos, the General Motors uh, the dealerships with Dexos. Now, folks, Dexos is the name of the GM oil. 
it's just a line in the sand. Otherwise, it's it's the it's a line, a horizontal line that says this oil has to meet this standard. Virtually every other oil today, every other company, Chevron, Valvoline, Havoline, Pennzoil, Castrol, they all have a Dexos oil because that oil supersedes the line. Right. It's above the minimum requirements. Meet or exceeds. There you go. Thank you very much for that. Meet or exceeds. So when your dealer says that you have to have us do any work, now it's true during warranty period. Right. So if it's free work, then you don't have a choice. But if it's work that you pay for and the young man or young lady says to you, you have to have it done here, then you should look up the Magnuson Moss Act. Actually, it's Magnus Moss Act, M-A-G-N-U-S Moss Act of 1975. So that's kind of an interesting comment when it comes to the uh, those kinds of things that go on. And likewise, it's just as important to understand your your independent shop can't do that. And some of the aftermarket warranty companies want to direct you to their shops to do all your service in order to keep your insurance policy put intact. And you can't do that either. Hyundai's recalling a half a million Sonatas and Accents for two separate issues. Um, the 2011 and 12 Sonatas were manufactured with too much metal flashing on certain engine components, which can break off and wreak havoc on the motor's internals. <laughs> now, now, let me read that again. It says, too much metal flashing on certain engine components, which can break off and wreak, wreak havoc on your motor's internals. Let me tell you what's going on. Pieces, big, huge pieces of metal inside the engines are breaking off and blowing your engine up. Right. Is that like casting metal? Yes. It's probably at the bottom of the cylinder. You know how they got that little ear on the bottom of the cylinder? So it's probably breaking off there where the piston skirt is at, or it could be the piston skirt's breaking off. Or are off. we just talking about like rough castings? You know, it's where rough castings. It's parts of rough castings that extend past to where they need to be. Right, right, right. Or behind or below or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah huh. So they really, they word it nice. But um, and then the accents could fault, suffer from a faulty brake light switch. Now there's nothing other than short of getting rear-ended that the faulty brake light switch is going to do, unless your cruise control is attached to it. And if you set your cruise control and the cancellation mechanism of your cruise control happens to be the brake light switch, then the brake light switch is going to be an important part of yeah, that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this question. You're driving on the road, you, cru- you hit your cruise control, and it lights up, and you're doing 65 miles an hour all by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You go to hit the brake pedal, and nothing happens. So you hit it again and again and again, nothing happens. What do you do? The first thing I would do is put it in neutral. Okay. And that's exactly what you do. Because the motor's not going to blow up. They all have a speed limiter on them. A rev limiter, yeah. Yeah, rev limiter. RPM limiter. Mm-hmm. And so at that particular point, you don't shut it off because you want power steering and brakes. By shooting, by, by lifting it up into neutral, then more than likely it's going to return to normal. If it doesn't return to normal, you can just cycle the key off, cycle it back on while you're coasting at 60 miles an hour, start it up, and that cancels your cruise control. So all of those kinds of things. But the most important thing is, is if you have a stuck throttle or anything wrong with the car and it's going faster than you want it to go, don't shut the key off. Throw it in neutral. Who cares about the engine's going to rev up? And just slide, just pull off to the side of the road. You still have power steering and brakes. And then you shut the key off. Right. If you shut the key off, you lose power steering and brakes. And when you come, when you pull off to the side of the road, you're going to have to steer and brake the car, and the effort's going to be twice or three times what you're expecting it to be. So that's the reason why we don't shut the motor off. Again, 
the motor, the computer on all the cars will only let the motor reach a certain RPM, and after that it won't work, unless of course it's one of our trucks. And That's right. We take the rev limiters out of them, <laughs> so <laughs> we can we can go faster than we really should. Um, and then the the NHTSA says the accent, the faulty brake light switch leads to a host of potential issues. The biggest of which is is if he's using the cruise control. Actually, this is the second paragraph I never got to. The switch might not trip when the brake pedal is pressed, and the cruise control won't disengage. So that's exactly what we were talking about. Right. So if you have an accent, and let me find the numbers here, the accent uh, for two separate issues. They talked about the Sonata, the Sonata, Sonata. They don't say what um, what recalls. Oh, it's 2009 through 2011 accents, a faulty brake light switch that could lead to your cruise control kind of sticking and won't disengage. So anyway, if you have that car, you probably ought to get it in for repairs. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Larry Harker's Auto is over on 38th Avenue in Indian School. And Bob, who runs the shop, is probably one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. And what's part of it being a, the best diagnostician is three things. Age, gray hair, and a tremendous knowledge of how a car is supposed to function and how all the systems lock fingers together. They're all interlaced, so to speak. So Bob's really good, and Larry Harker's has been open since 1967. Now they do oil changes, and they do water pumps and radiators, and they do vehicle missions, and they do vehicle maintenance. But if you've got a problem that no one else has been able to fix, if you've got a problem that you want the very best guy in town to be looking for, Bob's the kind of guy that will shoot you a diagnostic price. Then he'll find your problem, he'll bid the repair, and he'll call you with that. So there's three parts of everybody's bill. you got the diagnostic process, the Two part, months. and then the labor. Those are the issues that you're, you're, you're going to deal with when it comes to that kind of stuff. So that's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. We didn't really have any other exciting things that's happened to us in a while. But we have had um, our fair share of, would you check this over? And uh, and we had a guy with a Q45, and I think I sent you this email. His issue was that he had some drive shaft problems. Now, he didn't ever write me back, but I asked him who diagnosed it as being a drive shaft vibration. Right. I suspect it's him. So he took it to shop number one. They did drive shaft work, and then that didn't fix it. Then he took it to shop number two, and I don't know what they, they did, but that didn't fix it either. So my question to him was, it's a pretty simple question. The question is this. Did either one of those guys change the vibration? Because if they both worked on the drive shaft, maybe one of them balanced it, maybe one of them put new U-joints in it, whatever they did, the issue is, is did it make any difference? Right. If it made no difference, then after two repairs on the drive shaft, the conclusion is it ain't the drive shaft. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to it. Right. And if you want to know what a vibration on a drive shaft is, is we'll put a hose clamp around that thing and strap a three-ounce weight to it from a tire, and then we'll show you what a vibration feels like. So it could be lots of other things. I remember we did a vibration, and there was a piece of cardboard in the trunk that was vibrating real bad, and it, and it sounded like a vibration. But the air was coming up through the wheel well because of some rust, and this piece of cardboard was flapping like crazy. 
So it and it was related to the speed because the faster you went, then the faster the air came in the hole. Right. So it's hard to say I fixed your vibration by resecuring this piece of cardboard. As you can understand, that's kind of a hard sell. Right. Especially if the bill's $125 because it took you an hour to figure the thing out. I'm Mark Salem. He's Alan Salem. We'll be back for another hour of car talk. And you're welcome to join us at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.